0: Hey, there's Louie. Oh, you can't hear us at the moment. I can I can hear you. Can you hear me? You are beautiful oh, yeah. and clear, and we can see you as well. And oh, yeah. you're, also, hey, you're also wearing a hat. I'm also yes, wearing a hat. You can't see it, but I'm also wearing a beanie. It's really cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking freezing in yeah, my, my place as well. And I we refuse to turn
1: it off. Yeah. Uh, well, I have had the heat in on a couple of times, but... It, oh, same, yeah. Yeah.
2: But you can't you can't justify it on all day. That's just.
1: Have you got a storage heater? Um,
0: uh, no, no, I've got I've got central heating and radiate. Ah, ah, ah! ah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> scintillating conversation that people join this podcast for is, oh, what kind of heating? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, this is the stuff people want to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what do wrestlers heat themselves with? <laughs> At the moment, jumper and beanie Yeah insider
0: information oh, awesome! great so um let's get this started um kenneth halfpenny welcome to getting to graps with um oh, it's a, it's a honestly, pleasure the, the the first well when we decided oh we should have guys from the school on me and aden's first choice was oh, should we ask old kenny halfpenny and uh it's because there was literally no one else <laughs>
1: No one else would answer our messages.
2: <laughs> well, sure. I've, I've, I've been listening to you guys since since your first since your first episode, and I'm really enjoying it so far. So, just pleasure to be on.
0: Oh, don't worry. The, the quality's going to go downhill immediately. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, your viewings are going to plummet after this. So. Oh yeah, meeting's going down.
1: Yeah, down from four to one. I guess.
2: <laughs> I'll still listen. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: How have you boys been doing? Um, Aidan, how, how are you doing? Uh, busy actually. Work has picked up. So I'm actually super busy at the moment. Uh, yeah. How about you, Ben? Um, same actually. Work has picked up. We've got December deadlines.
0: Yeah. Um, working from home, you think, oh, it's great. I have all this extra time. But you end up working longer hours than uh, if you were in the office. So. Yes yeah work and life balance has kind of been smushed together and the lines blurred well well it's just a sign of the times we're we're living in at the moment isn't it
2: nobody is able to do the stuff they want to do are you working from home Kenneth no I'm 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 based on site so I'm nice I'm constantly out 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 and about and um because uh, we because we've got the status as key workers, we're able to essentially carry on normal. Okay, so, um, <laughs> haven't stopped, um, and it's been it's been a blessing, in disguise Because I think if I'd have been been st- stuck at home all this time, I'd have slowly driven myself mad. Yep, yep. yeah, I <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 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 weekends with nothing to do about bad enough. But having uh, oh
0: god, yeah,
2: yeah, so, like the. During lockdown one, um, because that's what I call them now, I call them lockdown two, and the space in between the two was the uh, before the dark time. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to lockdown seven.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate, I I, I probably won't make it as far as lockdown seven. Yeah, no, it's getting bad. uh, During lockdown one, um, it went over the Easter uh, bank holiday, didn't it? Mm -hmm. so most people would have about the monday and the, uh, the friday and the monday off as well as the weekend but i had the thursday off as well just yes. five days of sat at home doing nothing it, it was it was the worst easter easter bank, bank holiday ever i was i was so miserable i was so up just frustrated with life
1: yeah fed up with everything
2: yeah absolutely
1: mm-hmm. but and the weather just makes on, it so much
2: worse
0: yeah, everything's yeah. cold and grey yeah
2: at, at least at least during during the during easter it was somewhat warm
0: mm. yeah you can at least go out more yeah now it's just cold but, uh, yeah sorry moving on to greater topics we're so happy to have you join our podcast today louis uh sorry kenneth um <laughs> this is the worst thing about being a wrestling trainee is not only have you got like 30 people in your your class to like learn their names everybody's also got their ring name which you also have to remember and like and five of the guys at the school have also got the same name
1: uh-huh yeah. and some people want you to use their gimmick name and some people yeah you like Gideon I call Gideon all the time and I call you Kenneth uh Ben, ben it's easy. Ben easy yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Ben, ben, Ben's got Ben's got the easy ride he's just yeah He'll he'll never change. Like Dan McGee's always going to be the same.
1: Yeah. Although sometimes I wonder, like when I'm talking about Ben, I'm like, you know Ben? I'm like and then I'm thinking, is that his real name or his wrestler name? Are ah. they gonna know his real name or his wrestler name? Because there's some red wrestlers when we go to the York Hall shows, they'll be like, Oh, go grab so and so and I'll be like, Who's that? And they have to tell <laughs> me <come laughs> his gimmick name.
2: Who is this person? Like, um when when yeah. The first, the first session we had, um, Joe, jo, jo Redman over at the, uh, Portsmouth School. He, 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 he had to, he actually had to ask, like, Is Kenneth, your real name? Uh, <laughs> <I'm> like, no, <laughs> you do, yeah, you could
0: definitely pass as like, well, like, I would believe you're a Kenneth. Yeah,
2: I, I think I fit a Kenneth. Well, yeah. Kenneth's my middle name.
1: Yeah, oh my oh ah, well, there's that question answer then. Okay, <laughs> yeah, in reality,
2: It well, It's one of my middle names.
1: Okay, yeah, um, I think it was, oh, it was one time. I think it was Fantasmo, but they didn't use his name Fantasmo. They used his actual name. And I was like, who the hell's that? And then His actual name isn't Fantasmo. I, I wish it was, but you know, if, sometimes the wrestler name's cooler. So you want, like, I'd rather call him Fantasmo than, oh, yeah. You know, a normal name. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look,
0: it's,
2: it's, but it's not as good as Taylor made Aiden Taylor, is it? <laughs>
1: That is now taking a life on its own on Twitch. It really is.
2: I've, I've been I've been following you on Twitch. That has most, become mostly driven by Yearn Simmons. Yeah, it all
1: happened, it all happened. because um, I commented on. I can't remember who's oh Yern and Mad Kurt were doing a stream together, and I commented something, and Kurt went, "Oh, it's Taylor Made Aiden Taylor," and Yern laughed so hard. Oh yeah, he wet himself, didn't he? Yeah, now everyone. That was the Among Us stream, wasn't it? Oh, it was. You were there. Yeah, exactly. You were in it, yeah. yeah well,
2: um, I, I, I was just being re- really quiet because you have got these powerful personalities like Yearn and Mad, Mad Curse. Like, yeah, I'll just sit at sit the back. I'll just play.
1: Yeah, I was planning on doing the same until Yearn kept calling me out because he loved saying Taylor Made and Taylor. And now he's yeah. almost become one of your biggest fans. <laughs> yeah, it's quite. Uh, Yeah, it's strange. And even if we're in a rush, like we're playing a game and he needs to say something really quickly, he still says, as quickly as he can. (laughs) And yeah, it's one of my favourite things. It's the best thing to come out of lockdown is that.
2: (laughs) Well, we're really scraping the bottom bottom of the barrel of the best thing to come out of
1: lockdown. Is (laughs) Is my name getting over? Yeah. Yeah, um,
2: But I've I've been been enjoying your streams. Uh, Thank
1: you. Are
0: you
1: yeah, be still yeah. streaming Tomb Raider? I beat it on Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. I can't remember these days. Were yeah, I think him. it was the time. Yeah, so I beat it. Uh, I think the total game time came to just under five hours. Um, it's but it's t- about, the same,
2: about the same length of almost double the length of time that Kurt's been trying to become the guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, his came to his. Yeah, his total stream time was something like 30, four, No, fifty-plus hours was it? I think it said 30. Oh, God. Yeah.
2: All that more. There might be 50 for the whole game, but I think for the final boss, it was close to 30.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might be 30 just for the final boss. But yeah, my total stream time was like 10 hours, but the total game time was just under five because I'd skipped three levels. Um, yeah. I need to practice those skips more. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I failed a lot.
2: Well, um, one of them you are on for almost 20 minutes before you just went, Now nah, I'm not getting this. <laughs> ah,
1: yeah. So I'm doing that and I've set myself a goal that if I reach 50 subscribers, I'm going to have two of these awful, awful sour sweets.
2: Oh dear. That's probably one of my favorite, the, probably the best, one of the best so far is just your reactions to that first sweet.
0: Oh, it was How horrendous. How sour are these sweets that they are almost like a bad thing to, like, I don't understand if it was like super hot sauce or something, but. Is that like super salad it's sweets? It's a of vein to that, but yeah, just on the
2: other end
1: of the spectrum. Yeah, okay. it's like, you know, like you get really hot sauce and you wouldn't put it on food. You'd sort of do it as a thing when you have your mates around as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a de- it's like that. It's just these sweets that I think the only way you'd have them is if you're doing like a Russian roulette and you want to punish someone. So I said, once I get to 25 followers, I'll have one. And... Uh, uh, I thought we got to 25 at time. It turns out uh, we were on like 23 or 24. <laughs> but Kenneth didn't tell me that. He just let me go ahead. Um, it, it,
2: in, 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 fa- in fairness, I, I, I thought you'd legitimately got to tw- 25. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. But you, you, did, you did get
1: to 25 by the end of the stream. <laughs> yeah, I think it counted. Yeah. Um, but that messed me up for like 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah, you
2: were ruined.
1: Oh, because. It comes in three layers so the outer layer is just the worst and it just brings pain and then you're like oh this is nice blueberry hard sweet i'll just keep having this and then you sort of break through, break that, through layer, that layer <laughs> and there's another <laughs> there's layer another underneath <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end there's sort of like a small weird thing in the middle that if you break that it just releases this really sour powder into your mouth oh, and it, it messes up my your teeth like I was going to say, like, I'd be worried this is going to
0: like mess up my stomach and my digestive system.
1: It just makes your teeth feel really chalky for twelve hours, Ooh. even it's... if you brush them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I brushed my teeth like twice that night, three times maybe. I can't remember, but oh it... yeah. But I watched it back to edit it, and yeah, it did make me laugh. But at the time, I was just like, because Milligan Thrilligan Milligan was commenting, saying, "Do another one again, again." <laughs> and I was yeah yeah as i was trying to pull off a precise skip but i done it
2: you did yeah you did okay okay i'll give you that you fought through the pain and yeah
1: yeah
0: right um kind of half wow um where are we going to start we want to hear basically your your life story if you will um We've got plenty of time, um, let's face it. I was
2: born on Friday the 13th of October, 1989.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I guess not... Uh, it's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> don't know where to start, really. The um, um, best place to start is we usually find where we first got into wrestling. Um,
1: yeah, was it something you heard about first or did you see it first? Was it a thing your friends were into and you found or...?
2: Well, I think it was actually pretty similar to your, to yours, Aiden. Like my my first introduction was through the um, the wrestling. Game. Uh, the uh, I think it was the the PlayStation was my first um, e- exposure to wrestling because I think where well, I got the PlayStation One in nineteen ninety eight, and mm-hmm. it was uh, I think it was Christmas of ninety eight, and it, it came with a uh, got a whole stack of games with it. I got. Well, uh, FIFA World Cup 98, uh, Tek- Tekken two, Doom, Descent.
1: Ah, oh, oh, yeah, so a, good. A bunch of games that I was
2: horrendous at.
1: That and sounds like a good Christmas. Christmas.
2: It was a, it was a very, it was a very, very good Christmas. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but um, w- um, one of the games that was also in that bundle was um, WCW, which was horrendous. It <laughs> was possibly the, it was a horrible game. But I, I remember remember it purely because if you Put the cursor over the wrestler that you wanted to pick. They do like a little promo. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen oh the-
1: oh
0: yes,
1: yes, I only I know, only know. Um, the oh what's his name, Wunderbar, <laughs> Alex Wright. That's the only one I know. Oh, it, but that that was my first
2: inter- introduction. I never really got used to, to the controls of the game, and they played it a, hand, a handful of times. But that was the, my my first knowledge that oh wrestling's a thing. Okay, but. Um, and then, but then, then my brother got the, got the Nintendo sixty four, and he also got a WCW game, but but it was made by the same people who eventually made No Mercy.
0: Oh, yes, Team Aki. Aki.
2: Yeah, yeah, th thq or whatever the name. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and the controls on that one were, were were a little bit better, and the good thing about that one was that we could um we had could have four players on it.
1: Nice. So, so
2: we'd often go around go to to my cut my cousin's house and they lived up in Rotherham and we were living down in Basingstoke. So about three and a half hours a bit between us. But we, but the, the four of the four of us would sit with the Nintendo. Cause we had four, four controllers and we'd just do these big four man, fatal, fatal four ways and four, ah, survival, the survivor type type matches. And we'd spend our entire weekends just doing that. Amazing. Um, but, and it was through, and through that you start picking out some of the names and like you start recognizing names. So we, there was the three characters we always used to play it was Rey Mysterio, uh, Psychosis, Ultimo Dragon. The colourful uh, ones. Yeah. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, my brother was rubbish at it, and he always used to play as Eric Bischoff, which I never
0: understood.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, it was because because the, the Bischoff character didn't do any grappling; he just did. Oh, he was karate,
0: playing. didn't he?
2: Yeah. So that was so my brother always played as Bischoff. Um, and then when, then when we, we got uh, then no Mercy came out, so we upgraded to, to no Mercy and started playing all of the um as the WWF characters. and we just have these four man Tlc matches or tornado tornado tags like my cousin is me, me and my brother and yeah, we it, we all had had our had our own characters made. and, and that was like our first introduction and uh, trying to I can never remember exactly which match was the first proper match I ever watched. But at some point, they also got Sky and started recording the pay-per-views. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So whenever we'd vi- visit them, we'd probably start off by watching one of the pay-per-views, and I think the first one was SummerSlam 01.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, so SummerSlam 01. and the reason it's that, and I've, I meant to um, I meant to look this up earlier, but I, but I forgot to.
1: Um, I've got it here. Oh, have you? Is there a
2: TLC match or a ladder match on that card somewhere? Uh, there's Rob Van Dam versus
1: Jeff Hardy in the ladder match.
2: Yeah, that, 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 that was the one. They, uh, they said, oh yeah, there's, a, there's a ladder match on here, but we've already seen it. So we'll just fast forward it. Um, <laughs> okay. I, d- I didn't want to see it. Don't worry. Uh, so, but um, remember that, but we did watch the two, two main events, which were Booker T and The Rock. Mm-hmm. And then Kurt Angle and, St- and Stone
1: Cold. Yes, that was, oh, yeah yeah.
2: This was about the time that Kurt was doing his, uh, not mad, Kurt, like proper. Kurt. <laughs> he was doing his, uh, his he was a ba- he was a baby face at this point. And I just remember being how outraged I was that the match had ended in a DQ, but Kurt didn't get the belt. So yes. I was outraged. And then the next month when we visited them again, it was then um, unforgiven. So then Kurt wins the belt. And that was my first introduction to watching it. Um, but um, I, didn't, I didn't start watching it religiously until about, to 2002 and i can almost pinpoint it to the pinpoint it to the moment and do you remember the, do you remember that um remember that show that used to be on sky it was called the bottom line
0: oh yeah yeah
2: it was like kind of like the raw highlight show yeah for, like, for lack of a better phrase and they they had um they had a, a video package at, at the beginning and it was actually from the previous week's smackdown and it was uh, jeff taker in the ladder match
1: oh yeah that was a great match
2: yeah, and it was that video package alone that got me like, oh, I'm gonna watch this on a, I'm gonna watch this all the time now because because that was great, and never re- never really looked back, and
1: yeah,
2: it's mm. carried on from there. So all all through my all through my teens, I was obsessed and just never stopped.
1: Video yes. packages do hype you up, yeah. Oh yeah, they are severely underrated.
2: Yeah, especially especially that especially that one. When, when when you've got, it's just a sta- standard ladder match on a, on a on a Raw, but you, mm-hmm. but have got Jim Ross going, go for it, climb your ass off, <laughs> <laughs> but, and yeah, it like it got it got you going. But oh, he's actually gonna do this, and then no, he doesn't. But it it, it got me, and like it was it was the first thing I'd ever watched on TV that had captured my attention. I was like, okay, I like that. So it for, 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 from then I I was I was the wrestling fan in our family. Okay. Yeah, and, and yeah, that was it. And I got got started getting all of the all of the PlayStation games at that point. So, and I, I was so I was so that when when I was playing the games, I'd keep a little notebook of who the champions were. Oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like all of the titles as well, or undisputed all the way down to European and Tag, and I just keep a list of where the title changes were and who was the champion. But the weird, the downside to that was start career mode undertaker was always the undisputed champion so about t- like 20 to 30 times the undertaker had been the champion so, <laughs> so it was yeah I, yeah I, w- I was obsessed was but that, then yeah that that was it that was my that was my own re- my own real love and my cousins moved moved on they grew out of it but yeah no
0: Not for me. it seems to be the same for like everyone who's a wrestler like they become wrestling fans as everyone did at that time period and everyone else moved on and like we kind of kept hold of it and uh, like I don't know about you but it was an awkward part during your like late late teens where wrestling was looked at as childish and really lame and I was like trying to hide it from my friends that I still watched it and um yeah it it becomes a dirty secret almost
2: <laughs> I think um, I think because around like that that time that time like the early early two thousands, it uh, SmackDown SmackDown at least was on Sky One on on a Saturday morning at ten. So even if you had just the basic Sky package, you could see it. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you didn't need to upgrade. To sports. You still, so everyone could watch it. And even go even when it going into year seven, year eight, and year, year nine, a lot of my friends were still watching it. So they'd have big wrestling matches on the school, on the school, on the school playground, and yep. yeah, it was. And just to go go off on a, on a slight slight tangent, I was bullied quite a lot at school. I was I was because I was the southerner in a northern school, so my <laughs> so my accent stood out like a sore a sore thumb. So I was the posh kid. Mm-hmm. And but it, but it was because you'd go you'd go in wrestling and they were all doing like the fake punches or the DDTs, the moves that didn't require a lot. But Brock Lesnar was a big thing at that time. And I had worked out the technique to actually get people up on my shoulders and start fro- throwing them around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lewis is actually stronger than he looks. Let's leave Lewis alone.
0: <laughs>
2: so, so, nice. so well, thank, thank, thank God thank God for wrestling because I wasn't bullied as much after that. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: good. But, yeah, um, but I, I have a little story about that unforgiven 2001 pay per view, which is yeah. um, that was. The very first thing I did when I got internet in my house was go to www.f.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just after that SummerSlam pay-per-view. And they had, like, in the bottom left tab, they'd have, like, uh, surveys. And one of them was, who do you want to win the main event of Unforgiven? Kurt Angle or Stone Cold? And I voted Kurt Angle. I saw that he was winning by, like, 70-something percent. And at the pay per view, Kurt Angle won the championship. Yeah, so that convinced me that this is how the Booker's work out who's winning the matches. <laughs> so, 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 so it's so ta- it's Taboo Tuesday about five years
2: before the actual thing.
1: Yeah, yeah but because I knew as a ten year old it wasn't real, but then at the same, but I was like, oh, this is how they work out who they want to win matches. Yeah. They just ask us, so I get to pick. And then there was yeah, like but- a match later on where I voted on. I think Jeff Hardy winning something and he didn't win and I was like oh maybe not then.
2: <laughs> well, I think, well I think I think around that time everyone kind of knew that it that it was that it wasn't quite real. But, yeah. but I think every, the, the, nobody really knew right how is it not real? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. You you, you, did, you didn't know you didn't know kind of like the inner is right how but how do they do it right? I
0: know it's not real but how how, are they how doing do they it? bleed? How do they yeah. land We're on their head us, and not get hurt? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, what what's what's going on? And like, for me, like the, the the ignorance was part of what what made it because I didn't know how it was worked. It was like, okay, all right, it's it's, it's real to me. It works. It's real so,
1: enough. I always say.
2: Yeah. Well, well, at least it was then. Yeah. Even even post even post attitude, which mm-hmm. which I missed, which I missed completely. But even even post attitude, you still able to you're able to get invested in the the, the stories, especially when you have. And, and a guy coming through and he's challenging for the uh, title for the first f- first time. Like, you get, yeah, okay, right. I, c- I can believe that he's worked. He's worked hard for this. And then, and it, you get that sen- that sense of a uh, you get that sense of achievement, and you live vicariously through that character. It's like, yeah. yes,
1: remember, yeah, yes,
2: remember. <laughs> it, Well done. <laughs> but, yeah, but no, it's not. It's not the same anymore, though, is
1: it? It's but not who, like the good old
0: days. Who way. was the
1: <laughs> first? So when you were going through, uh, like who was the first wrestler you sort of were attached to growing up watching it?
0: Attached to. Because
1: um, you say the first two matches you saw on that pay per view were Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Booger T. And was the Angle guys is is
0: it? your favorite wrestler, right?
2: Oh, Kurt Angle um, historically is my, favorite, is my favorite wrestler, but yeah. not. But not until a couple of years later did I. Did, <laughs> I, did, I, did I? I think the first one I kind of. Uh, the two that i really ad- d- identified with and one of them was was jeff because of that because of that ladder match promo yeah but, but then from from that point he wasn't around much and um he left thinking thinking oh three and the what and so so the only other one was Shawn michaels really, yes really oh he would have been writing his uh comeback at that point yeah, and the, um, the, the the Summer Slam Oaks 2 was the first one that I was able to to record using my own TV at home. So I w- watched that a couple of times, and that street fight was something else.
1: Yes, that was... Triple yeah. H street fight,
2: yeah. Was, and then and fa- fa- fast forward a couple of months, and then the next one was um, the Survivor Series. The, yes. The Elimination Chamber. Oh. yes.
1: So, I love that pay per view with the brown is, brown
2: tights. Yeah, it's still <laughs> the, the the horrible brown tights. Yeah. It's it's still it's still my favorite pay my my favorite pay per view um today, really today really because ev- every match up and down that card up and down that card was tremendous.
1: Yes, every match is fantastic. Uh and I believe it was the last pay per view where every match had a title change.
2: Yes, that yes, that's it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Every- Every match had a title change, and it, yeah, and it was it was just because, and also every match was different as well. Yes,
1: yeah, and like, because the like, no matter what kind of wrestling you're into, you, there's something for you. Like the six man at the beginning, you got your table, like hardcore match. The women's match is great. You've got the high speed tag team match with the SmackDown Six.
2: Yeah, ah, yeah, oh, that's right. such
1: a good pay per view.
2: Yeah even even the even the cruiserweight match Jamie Noble and Billy Kidman even that was a good, even that was a solid match. Yeah. Uh, ah. the, and of course Lesnar's first loss.
1: Yes. <laughs> you Scott know? Steiner's <laughs> debut. <laughs> oh, that was a great
0: debut.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: But and but that that and that was at a time that when some of the some of the pay-per-views were on Sky Sports as opposed to box office. Correct. And and, and I had Sky Sports so I was able to video that but mm-hmm. then the next the next four pay-per-views after that were all on box office so i couldn't get them so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i had that so i had that on, on on video for about four or five months and i just watched it like continuously on on repeat and yeah it became became one of my favorites and sure Sh- michaels became he, he was the guy
1: and, yeah i remember i was severely disappointed that kane didn't win the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> he he deserved to he deserved i think he
2: he, he, he deserved to win that i mean he, ca- he came in like a like the figure to ha- ha- house of fire and just absolutely cleaned everyone out ah oh, oh, he, he was my was my man yeah,
1: wasn't he like was he not like the second man out no he was second to last but he was supposed to be last according oh, to jericho's book
0: did they mess up is this the one where they messed up the order of who came out the cage?
1: Yes, uh, the original. According to Jericho's book, it was supposed to be Kane out last and Shawn Michaels out uh, third. Oh my god! But they god. messed up. That's um, an, that's
0: amazing that they managed to like I would ne- never have noticed, and they still have managed no, to have that. an incredible match.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that matches. And Triple H was doing half of it with like a crushed windpipe. Oh yeah, oh, that, yes. yeah,
0: Oh, that was that was savage. Like even Van Damme came off the uh, top of the pod and couldn't. Like stretch outright for the frog splash, ended yeah, up right. landing knee first on Triple H's throat.
2: Yeah, yeah, and to think, to think he actually finished that match—he was like that match went on for like at least another forty minutes. Yes, and he finished it like that's and, That's insane. That's and insane. that
1: whole last stretch as well is just him and Triple H working super, yeah, just yeah. consistently.
0: I don't, I don't think Triple H gets enough credit for how freaking tough he is. Because um, the other example of that is when he tore his quad against, um, I think it was Benoit and Jericho. Um, I think it's when he was tagging with Steve Austin.
1: Yes, uh, I actually um, watched that recently, yeah. Yeah, he tore his quad,
0: and Jericho puts him in the walls of Jericho on the announce table for, for a very long minutes. time. Which yeah. is most Just imagine, imagine how much pain he was in.
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, worst
0: possible move you probably do if you've torn your yes. quad is to get put yeah. in the walls of Jericho. Oh, my God.
1: I, yeah, I have no idea what I would have done in that situation.
2: I'd probably curled up in a ball and cried. Yeah. I would
1: just... yeah. And then you has to get up, run in and do like one more thing.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine, but it's, it's, there's almost been like, I think back in those days, it was almost like a, a badge of honor. If you hurt yourself that badly and carried on. Now, nowadays, if you hurt yourself that badly you and carry on. Everyone looks at you and go, mate, you should have stopped. Yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> because, and, and you, and, and you, and you can, and you can see, you can see why. But Mm -hmm. still, massive respect respect to him for for carrying on like that.
1: So, when you were growing up, were you a fan? Because, like you say, you missed the ladder match, but you saw the thing for the Jeff Hardy Undertaker one, and you had the Survivor Series. uh, Sorry, no, the Elimination Chamber. Were you a fan of the gimmick matches? At at first,
2: I was. Yeah, but I think, but. And, and this is this is a whole this is a whole nother conversation but at least at that at that point even then in like the early 2000s the the gimmick matches were like the end the end of the feud they they still felt special when they were done mm-hmm. it, what was it like there was a there's a, a hell in a cell it was just no mercy no mercy 02 triple h was it no it was uh, lesnar and the undertaker
0: yeah that's my favorite hell in a cell match i think
2: yeah what a great match what a great that was but then but then the next hell in a cell wasn't for like another 18 months it's like a year it's like a year and a half later there was was the next one
1: was so, that the kevin nash bad blood
2: yeah yeah the kevin yeah. nash H one but then because they were so far apart they felt they felt special and like like it was it was a bit it was a big big deal but now mm-hmm. they have they have entire pay-per-views where they have about four or five steel uh hell in cells and nobody bleeds yeah it's it, it's it's all it's been been watered down um
1: yep money in the bank was the same for me
2: yeah yeah the, like i said the f- f- first one great like yep. lo- lo- loved it but then again it like it got it got stupid it got ridiculous it's been done so much that everyone everyone's become just desensitized to to it didn't they get to the point
1: yeah. where
0: they had two money in the bank winners they like got... two suitcases
1: Do I, don't they one have a tech tag... yeah I think so, and then you got the men's and the women's. I think for each as well. Am I right in that? I haven't I watched so, like yeah. the past four or five. But God, that's so um, bad that we don't. know. I, know. I I I deleted, I deleted my
2: network subscription in July, so I have no idea.
1: Okay, yeah,
2: um, I I stopped watching them a long time ago. I was, <laughs> I was only holding on to the network for some of their historic stuff. But then you, you, even then, it became too too much, just too big a too big a task to challenge. It. I was like, nah, I can't. I can't be asked for this anymore." <laughs> Delete. Gone. Yeah, yeah. It was, so, it was so so bad. But um, but but going back to to, to your original question, like, if you if you had a decent set, a, a good sing- singles match that took you through the emotions, sometimes that like they, they were always more more cap- more captivating than the than, than the big gimmick matches, and and which might might tie into my. Trying so to a question that might come up later, but I'll bring it up now. It was the match that made me want want to be a wrestler. Was the Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels match WrestleMania 21?
0: Oh,
2: yeah, that mm. match, and that there was no gimmicks to that. It was just a straight up wrestling match. But that was the one that made me go, "Yeah, I want to do this." I think I, I think I could do. I think I could do this because that match was sensational. I was the I was the I was the, Shaw, I was the Shaw, Shawn Michaels fan. I was there. Mm. going, Please don't give up! Don't give up! Hold on! Get to the- Don't give up! And then taps like, oh, how upset! I hate Kurt. <laughs> but but knowing what knowing what knowing what I know now, I love Kurt. <laughs> Kurt's the best.
1: Yeah. But yeah. that, that much
2: got you that match got you going like that that final bit where where he finally great grape finds that ankle and he's hold, holding on. Like I, I remember the first time I watched it, my heart was going. No, no, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. And yeah, it, you can't it's very it's very hard to find matches that replicate that now.
1: Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. Which I think the last great. Yeah, that's like the best thing about wrestling is that you can manipulate the story to do that.
2: Yeah, and get 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 you going, you get you get lost, you get lost in get lost in the story, you get lost in the match. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's, it's so difficult, but I can't remember the last time a WWE match actually did that, um, I think. Uh, it, I think the, the, CM, the CM Punk C, Cena match. Uh, I um, was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that <laughs>
1: That's me. nearly 10 years old. I can't believe that. <laughs>
2: That's ridiculous.
1: That is. I, I watch that match like once a year. Because I have the Blu-ray, the CM Punk Best in the World Blu-ray, and it's on there. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, uh, I've got I've got the, inter- the entire pay-per-view on DVD.
1: Uh, on DVD. Oh nice! Yeah. I believe it's oh, the only God. WWE DVD I have. Is that is? Let me just I'm just over it now. Oh wait, no, I've got ECW One Night Stand 2005, oh, and then yeah. that oh, oh, because that was... it comes with JBL's commentary. <laughs> <laughs> He's like to that whole pay-per-view. And he's I don't think he drunker knows Drunker and
0: drunker it. as the pay-per-view goes on as well.
1: It's kind of awkward to listen back now because he's like hitting on these cocktail waitresses and that. Oh my God. And he's like, I'd like a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, like... Some stuff from that time doesn't age well.
1: <laughs> no, especially like... They, it seems. Listening back to it, it's like they knew JBL was going out there, so someone snuck a microphone onto him. <laughs> and the whole <laughs> half the pay per view, he comes out. He's just bad mouthing everyone. So that's the reason not... I bought that DVD. Yeah,
2: oh, <laughs> no, but he got some tremendous heat that
1: night.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that when he uh stiffed the blue meanie as well? Or was that the next show? I can't remember.
1: Ooh, I think uh, it, was like, no. it was that night. Yeah. If yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, because he takes the mic off and goes down. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, so, were you a wrestling fan consistently, or did you drop off at any point? Because, like Ben was saying, like I think everyone goes through a phase where they are so not embarrassed. Yeah, I say embarrassed. Yeah, to tell people they're wrestling fans, so maybe they don't watch it as much. Or were you consistently watching it your whole life?
2: I, I think I, w- I was. I was consistently, consistently watching it. Uh, up, up until about actually until about the time I started with the Portsmouth School of Wrestling weirdly enough so about 2002 to 2014 I was watching it every week
1: okay would you say that's because you've discovered independent wrestling and like the world of that did that take your interest away
2: um it's, it's hard like occasionally I'd Venture off in, into into something else, but independent wrestling wasn't something I was um, very very familiar with. Like definitely not on the on the on the Brit on the British circuit. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you remember there used to be um, a channel on on Sky called the Wrestling Channel?
1: Yeah. I remember it, but I don't remember watching it. But I was aware of it.
2: Yeah. I, I, I remember watching it, and that was one of the few places you could actually get TNA. Ah. So, so yeah and if, if you wanted something if you wanted something something else and they, they also um, ring of honor used to be on that on that as well yeah, so
0: you, yeah ring of honor
2: and tna some uh, of the yeah. early days of t early days of tna as well so that's that's so that the first time you recognize names like cm punk samoa joe Cole cabana because they used because they used to have little highlight package adverts in between in between the programs
1: yes i've seen them now but i wish i'd seen them back in the day
2: yes and and, uh, but that was the only real exposure I'd had to anything that wasn't um, the dub. Okay. And so but um but um I think but it was but it was around 2008 that I'd actually started looking into do, into actually doing it myself. Um, yeah. So, so and um well I was still living up in in Rotherham at the time and I went to start training at a li- a little place that you, you might have heard of it was called 1PW.
1: Yep. Really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. They um they were they were based out of uh, Mansfield up in up in York up in York. I was living in Rotherham, which was about half an hour, forty minutes drive. Mm-hmm. And they had a training school that was based out of a working man's club in Doncaster.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. a tip. that sounds like a British wrestling training story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: really was. They they had they had the ring um locked up in a storage unit in the car park of this working man's club. <laughs> And the start of every session was building the ring, ugh. And, um but it was but you remember like one PW they ha- they had that that crossover with um, TNA, so they get a lot of the TNA guys over. Ah, yeah. And so you you look look down one of their cars and you see Christian, Matt Hardy, Abyss. You see all these see, see, all, see all these see all these names on there. But like, oh, okay, one PW is the place to be. But then. Mm training with them for two months and then they closed their doors Ugh. so it was random i, I don't I, I can i can't speak to it exactly but the rumor going around at the time was that they'd had rick flair over for a tour and this was just after his um his re, re, wrestlemania exit
1: yeah. yeah
2: and apparent and he wanted like top 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 quality accommodation he wanted limousines he wanted all of the expensive stuff and he basically the rumor was that he eventually bankrupted them
1: Ooh! I was just to say, he must uh, have
2: cost a fortune. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And i've I've never, I've never heard, seen any documents that prove that, or l- spoken to anyone who's been able to corroborate that. But maybe just been the the trainee talk at the time. But that was the rumor: was that a, a Rick Flair tour had essentially bankrupted them to the uh, to the point that they uh, <laughs> closed down and shut. And with that, also went the one um, PW Academy as well. That went with it.
1: How did you find the academy? academy? Was it a magazine or was it online?
2: <sighs> we stra- Weirdly, weirdly, weirdly enough, um, went um, in my last year of school. Um, me, um, a, co- a couple of the a couple of the guys, we'd all kind of discovered that we were all wrestling fans. So we we all we'd uh, try to uh, setting up our own little federation um, in the school. Like up after hours, we'd go into the the gymnastics store and nick one of one of the mats and set it up. <laughs> Oh, amazing. So we got yeah. each other. We all had. We all had. We all had re- wrestling names. Got a CD player and started playing entrance music and the work.
0: Yeah.
2: And well, one one of the one of the guys, one of the guys there, the guy, guy called Leon, he's still still a, still a friend friend of mine now. Um, he he'd me and him were kind of the two who loved it the most, and we said, oh, we're going to do this one day. Yeah, me and you, we're going to be tag team champions, and we're going to go to WWE we're going to main event Wrestlemania all all of that fun stuff that you say when you're 16 years old and you don't know any better
1: and you don't know that tag teams won't ever yeah
2: especially especially over there yeah uh, but then but then we we finish school and I go off to to college and he just goes straight 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 into work and we almost look we almost like lost contact so we didn't talk didn't talk for a cut for a couple of years and then and then I, I, I kind of messaging him away on MSN. If you Remember those?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All back to the past. And um, he, and he said that he was he was training, and he was training at this one uh, PW place. I said, "Mate, can you take me along?" And I had a car, so I I offered him a lift.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I drove I drove drove him down like went, went went to my first session. Found out like I really enjoyed it. Love like loved it. The bump taking was fine, and. Then he never went again, and I carried on. Oh, <laughs> so I, I don't know why he didn't. He didn't carry on, but he, yeah, he, he took me to my to my to my first session, and um, it hasn't really ended. So, what was your first session like? Can you remember? It was yeah, va- um, it's, it's it's quite it's quite it's quite vague. So, because I was kind of aw- awestruck about just being there. Um. Mm-hmm. I didn't think there was going to be many people there but then I come into this class and there's about 20 30 guys there including a young um Robbie X
1: who, who all right
2: yeah he was there um, um, got to got taught the uh, the basic bumps did did them without without much without much difficulty um mm-hmm. I kind of practiced on, on on a trampoline just learning how to <laughs> <laughs> take my take my own bumps but then I got I got given them um, then they were going through a couple of moves. I went through a snap suplex. Not, not a normal suplex, a snap suplex. And they got one of the pros to get in there and g- give, give, it, give it to you. I got in there. He hooks me up. I give him the little jump, but he pops his hips. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> he just winded myself. Just absolutely knocked all of the wind. And I was like, oh my God, that sucked. At, at, they said, roll, roll out the ring. Get, 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 your, get, your breath, get your breath back. Make sure you're all right. Got my breath back. They went went round the whole, the whole the whole group again, and they came back round to me. And I'd recovered by this point. They said, "You want to do it again?" Like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Got back in there, did it again, smashed it. Not not winded. He said, "Good, good, good lad. Good, good for get good for getting back in." because <laughs> like, I, I guess that they, they were thinking he was he was either going to hate it and leave,
1: yeah,
2: or he would or he was going to going to suck it up and. it... And it just came down to a a technique thing because before I did this, did it the second time. They said, before you hit the mat, exhale. That way there's, there's no, there's no air in your lungs to give you that sense of being winded. And I I did, it worked. And, and I just never, never looked back. I just enjoyed it, enjoyed it, enjoyed it so, so, so much. I just kept, kept going, but then they shut which, which was disappointing. But uh, yeah, because you, you, Heard you heard your story about um, when you when you went to the Portsmouth School of Wrestling for for the first time. It's like how
1: and how, was that was that a really intimidating atmosphere to walk into. Um, it was intimidating because I had no idea what to expect. But yeah, and like it's the same thing. Like if you ever go and meet twenty complete random strangers, yeah, and you're going to do something as awkward and unusual as professional wrestling. It's always going to be yeah trust a
2: complete stranger with your body
1: that too and I think he, that yeah it's the same with everyone I think the first stepping through the door for the first time is like the hardest thing because especially like I remember once we had the, someone new come into the school and we're all getting ready to do squats there's about I don't know fifteen of us there and this person just walks through the door and just sees the fifteen of us all look at them at the same time like, I can't imagine the <laughs> like.
2: Who is this? Can we intimidate them away?
1: Yeah, like it, it sort of feels that. But the strangest thing is like wrestling fans love meeting new wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah. But you completely forget that when you meet new, like in that situation, you're with, I guess, the most diehard of wrestling fans because these are people willing to do it. But that sort of just goes out of the way when you just see 15 people staring at you. You're like, oh, no, I regret this. I regret my decision instantly. <laughs> you're doing yeah. something
0: completely new to you whilst being watched by those 15 20 new people that you've never met before it's yeah. uh yeah it's it can be very intimidating
2: Yeah, and I, and, I, and I suppose there's there's almost a bit of there's a little bit of judging go, 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 going on. There's 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 guys who are already here who are kind of looking this person up and down, going, oh, does it, does he look like he could do this? Yeah. He won't yeah, last a week. He, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. How, how long how long is he how long is he how long is he going to last? And then at the same point, you're walking in there going, okay, how big are all these guys?
0: They're all bigger than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. That expectation is you you go there and you expect everyone to be like huge and jacked and like really athletic. And you know, you feel like, oh, I'm going to be like the least, you know, athletic one, the least capable one. You just feel like completely, completely intimidated by what everybody else is going to look like.
2: Yeah, and 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 nowadays, people walk through the door and they see Benjamin Black, and they go, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, they go, oh, I've got to compete with this. Oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah oh god, it was, it was, yeah, it, it, it. it I think it is, as you as you said, you said it kind of first hardest bit is walking through the door Mm -hmm. and and not 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 psyching yourself out and just getting involved
1: because
2: yeah that's the only way you're going to learn
1: and like even like when i did it and then went away because i had to like even then like coming back through the doors i think was maybe a little bit harder than going through them for the first time because you feel like oh, are they going to remember that I left? Are they going to want me back? And this and that. And you sort of psych yourself out. But like wrestling schools want trainees. They're never going to turn down a trainee. Not in a sort of like we want money kind of way, but like if you get 30 trainees, you have a chance of making one superstar. If you get 50 trainees, that the odds of you having two superstars is even bigger. So they're never going to say like what the odds of them, you turning up and them going, nah, mate, you can't come in not going to happen like everyone's welcome at wrestling
2: yeah and 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 also in a in a in a 30 person class you you find some way to to stay stay motivated yes however however, in like a class that's got three guys in it or four guys in it all of a sudden you're the same motivation just kind of plummets through the floor and you go Uh, why is there nobody here yes we get up for this you begin
0: doubting that Oh, is this is this going to be successful at all? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 completely. I mean, Aidan, you've been to some of the the, the Sunday morning sessions pre uh, before lockdown. Yeah, virtually not, hardly anyone at them.
1: Two people like, sometimes.
2: I, yeah, but then but how? But, but then you you compare that to the the Sunday morning to the Wednesday night, and just just the different. There's a different atmosphere in both, and. It's
1: strange though because on the Sunday ones, I feel like I get to do more and sometimes I'll learn more. But on the Wednesday ones, your motivation is much higher.
2: Yeah, I guess, I guess because everyone because there's loads of other people around you who are all, who are all working towards the same thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, how big was the gap between one PW and the Portsmouth School? Was there anything in between? Oh, oh, so
2: um, so, okay, so so once one PW would shut. Um, they 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 sent a message around to their to their little um group forum and said we we're, we're closing our doors unfortunately but if anyone wants to continue wrestling there's this other training school just just over here just over here in Mansfield it's not that not that far away run by a guy called uh, Chris Travis and they said yep. if you still want to learn we recommend you go and learn with Chris and so uh, so I actually so I actually went there um le- learned from them which and that was a big change from the 1PW school, which was using a 20 by 20 ring to the, uh, <laughs> to the school that Chris, that Chris was running, which was in essentially a 12 by 12. Like the ring. <laughs> but, but it, the, 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 the style of training was pr- pretty much the same and started there in October. And by April of 09, I'd had my first match and yeah. And, and, and then, once Russ had about ten matches there.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, How was your first match?
2: The most nerve-wracking experience of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, it was all oh, it was uh, it was it was both terrible and terrible and and, and wonderful because they they put this show on and it was a tra- a, train, a trainee show and every and every trainee had got had been paired up with a pro. To, to get to get them through, except for my match, where <laughs> where where Chris had, where Chris had uh, to the point had said that me and one one of the other guys, you guys actually work quite well together. You you guys are going to wrestle each other, and you're going to go on first. Oof. So we no. so we yeah so so we so we opened the show. It was it was me in under the guise of Corey Green at that, at, at that time, like the worst wrestling name of all time. And again, uh, I've heard that, worse. Yeah, again against um, against a guy called uh, Chris Holmes, we we both had our first matches against each other. So neither of us had been on a match on a show before, but Chris had trusted us to go out there and put on a show. And for for, for a first match, it was it wasn't it wasn't awful. It was actually pretty, It was re- really good. Wow. We we tossed a coin for babyface and heel. <laughs> which, Did which you toss off. a
1: coin for who was winning? no no
2: oh. <laughs> no They 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 they, they said uh, the bet ba- the baby face is going over in this match F- first match on the show the baby face has got to go over
1: oh, they, okay. oh so it kind of was the coin toss was who was going to win them
2: <laughs> well the, the thing is both of us wanted to be heels <laughs> <laughs> we both wanted to be heels
1: i mean but, you kind of yeah
2: but then he he won the toss to be healed so then i got to got to win with win oh. win the match and i won it with guess what the ankle lock
1: Ah, oh, nice. Did you did you
0: bring the straps down first?
2: I wasn't wearing straps. Oh. <laughs> no, I was I was wearing the I was wearing the yeah, the, the biker shorts. I was only nineteen.
1: Ah, oh, that's the thing we have to go into is wrestling gear. Yeah, that's oh, a topic okay. for another time. We'll bring uh, you back for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had uh, we had our first match against each other. And um, what kind of venue was it? It was a tiny little working man's carpet. I think it barely held about fifty to seventy people. Yep. but yep. because it was all it was all friends and family, they all made a lot. They all made a lot of noise. Hey. And my dad, and my dad and his wife, and my uncle and his wife, they drove up from the three hours from Basingstoke to come. Cool. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's I
1: just... mean, thinking bad, like you got to open the show. That's better than if you were like halfway through. I imagine. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a, that yeah. sounds like a great debut to be honest. It, it it
2: it was, and I've I've still got the match on D- DVD at home.
0: Oh wow. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. Um,
2: every every year without fail um, Chris my 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 opponent will, will will message me and or just or post a photo from that time cuz so it comes up on the timelines. Yeah. And he just goes, "Oh mate, was so good, it was such an emotional war." Uh, and then um, the I, I I never saw I never saw I never saw this. But uh, Chris my opponent swears that it happened but he, swe- but he swears blind that uh, Travis was um, was was in tears watching it backstage he- <laughs> well, and he calls it emotional war because of that but i never i never saw <laughs> I never saw this so so it it, it it could it could be lies but it was always emotional war that was emotional war one yeah. so- and so the ne- the next time we wrestled was emotional war two which was later on in July but I was going I was going off to university after that so we made that uh, lose to leave town and I lost so I got so I got to leave um, and that was that that was kind of the last time that, I'd, that, I'd, that I wrestled for about four years oh wow yeah so I'd done about 10 uh, 10 matches during that kind of four or five, five month spell off was off to, off to university and then I couldn't afford to do it after that
1: mm-hmm yeah,
2: yes. so so dif- so difficult. And yeah, um, Ben, you said Ben, you said you went to the um UPW. Is that is that right?
0: Uh VPW, yeah. yeah is, oh sorry,
2: VPW, yeah.
0: Just around the corner yeah. to the um Portsmouth School of Wrestling. Well it's yeah, where but... Portsmouth School of Wrestling is now. Yeah, what year was that? Christ. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad with years. <laughs> um Christ, uh two thousand and twelve, maybe, thirteen. Oh, okay. Cause, cause I think because um I
2: when I first started uni in Southampton I looked up wrestling schools and I'd see and I'd found v, v, vPw and I went there for one session and straight, coming from uh the uh, chris Travis's place to going into v, vPw it yeah. was it was a completely different a completely different way of teaching or Tom had a, just a different way of teaching and it just I didn't can't say that I really liked it. Yeah, it just put me up, put me off completely. So, kind of gave gave up on gave up on wrestling at that point. Was, I don't know how much you, you went into when you were at VBW, but his his style was very much a you must lock up like this. Your arms must be this far this, this at yeah. this angle com, com in comparison to your other arm and
0: yeah yeah. He was very focused on the details to the point where you'd spend like half a training session just doing lock ups until everybody could do a lock up perfectly. And we'd never yeah. move on to anything else.
2: Yeah, and it's like, you, and everyone's lear- learning to the, set the, the same thing, and there's no room for individuality or to put your own. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mi- yeah. Mi- mix, mix on it, and yeah. I, I, after go, going to that one just just once, thought nah, may, may, maybe not. Maybe, maybe the maybe the wrestling thing is probably something I just forget about and not not do ever again. So, that, so I think in, so. Think in February of that of that year tw- 2010 i went back up to mansfield for the last time to to, to wrestle someone called uh prince Mohammed amin in, in a in a in a heavyweight title match oh <laughs> and, and 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 i lost and that was the last match i had for four years
1: oh wow
0: yeah it was it was a lot it was a, lot, it was a long time um, so what happened but, in those four years and what uh, university back? uh university
1: mo- most mostly were you keeping up with wrestling at that time?
2: Yeah, I was still watching it religiously. Um, yep. Yep. It, my, me and me and my house, um, we we stayed up for the uh, CM Punk John Cena match, the 2011
1: one. Oh, nice. Yeah, we, we stayed up for it because I, that like, I like that brought so
0: many wrestling things back and so many casual eyes back onto the onto the product. Yeah, because it, it, and it went viral. It was like wasn't that like one of the first wrestling things
2: that went viral?
0: It,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was
1: yeah. one of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a crazy time, um, but I was I I hadn't the the thought of go of going back going back into wrestling still wasn't in my in my head. I was just enjoying it as a fan. Okay, okay. I was enjoying what I was enjoying what 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 they were doing. I was dipping into T, TNA ca- casually. And, yeah, uh, I was more interested in get in getting my getting my degree finished, and um, I was also playing rugby at the time. So. <laughs> to so say that so that so that took so that took up a took up a lot, a lot of my spare time. But and it was it was and it was at, at university as well that I dislocated my shoulder for the first time. Fun. And,
0: Fun. Yeah say so for the first time how, how <laughs> it makes it sound like you've like done <laughs> an enormous amount of time.
2: It's it's come out uh, it's come out it's come out a few a few times since um it, it was operated on in twenty thirteen. Um at, I'd popped it out twice playing 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 rugby and then uh, had it op- had it operated on and 20, 2014 was when I dec- decided to oh, give um, wrestling another go because I because I decided that because my shoulder is just in pieces at the moment it's not gonna <laughs> hold up to playing f- uh, full contact men's rugby uh, and, anymore. It just, yeah. I, I, I so
0: wrestling was the, it's the solution. Yeah, re- yeah, wrestling
2: was the alternative because, quote, quote, quote unquote, I can control the impact that I take.
0: Oh, that's kind of true, I suppose.
2: Yeah, so that, so that was my justification for it. And but there was still the problem of I didn't know what schools were around. Yeah. So I just did, did another Google search, but Rev Pro came up this time. And so I thought, oh, that, mm, mm, okay, give, give give them a go. And I looked at the address and it was the same place as the VPW. I thought, oh, are they same people just under a different name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought yeah, that's what that's what I thought. So I'd actually held off on go, on going and thought, no, I'll leave it. But then Daniel Bryan started ta- taking off, and his whole spring was was just insane. And that was when I got the bug to no, I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to do it. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Gonna do it, You can do it properly because I can't. I can't play rugby properly anymore. Um So. But, so I went I went went down to went down to Rev Pro. Got lost. Couldn't couldn't find the place. Uh, I think everyone has that <laughs> yeah. problem. when going <laughs> to Find the school. It's part of a rite of passage of going to the Rev Pro school of getting uh, lost. <laughs> getting lost when you first go there.
1: Yeah, you tend to just look around to see if you see anyone carrying a gym bag, which was easier before the gym opened across the road. Yeah, and yeah. I, I
2: think the, the the way I found it was go was go walking past the buildings, seeing which which lights were on. And just listening, mm-hmm. see, if I hear, <laughs> see if I could hear the sound of a bump. Yeah. And then I walked past the building, and I could hear, I could hear a ring, and I could hear a bump. It's like, ah, this must be the one. <laughs> so, what so, walked in there and an experience pretty similar to yours, Aiden, You see this tiny little bit, tiny little area with just these two different sides where you could get changed. Yeah. You, you introduce yourself to the, to the Andes and go, "Hi, I'm so and so. I messaged you." Got thought after after four years i'm not going to remember how to bump so i'm gonna have to learn these again
0: yeah i I know that feeling yeah
2: but got got back in there and pretty much did them straight 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 away back bump easy front bump easy right right side bump easy left side bump pop shoulder out (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) so yeah literally literally first bump and it came straight out
0: did everybody freak, freak out at the school
2: no, I completely and, uh, <laughs> no sold it. Nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. As like I landed, it popped, kind of rolled, like, rolled, rolled myself back up, and as I was standing up, it popped itself back in.
1: <laughs> oh, like,
2: okay, right. Let's just pretend that didn't happen, wow. and and, ca- and ca- carried on carried on the session. And fast forward six years, here we are. <laughs> okay. Was
1: so was your, when you came to rpw was that your introduction to like the british indies at the time
2: yes yeah, yeah. Very, very much so um my, it, was my, it was my first ma- my first major first major um eye opener into how big it was yeah or just how it how it was growing and uh, were, you, were, you, were you around for the for the high stakes show um uh, I, uh, the york the, the, the york the call, call show that that year with marty and colt as the main
1: no, I whew, so I just stopped to run. Then I think, yeah, because I had to. Yeah,
2: yeah, because I, I, was, I was looking at I was trying to look at the, the timelines and think that um, your your first thing, your first appearance there, can't have been too long after I'd first went there.
1: So, I don't. Yeah, it was probably around the same time. Yeah.
2: So so um, I I I went there for the first time in February of that of of of, the, of that year. So and would you say you went there in April or March? Was it?
1: I'll have to look this up because, um, yeah, I'll quickly have a look at this now to see. Um, I'm not logged in on this one. Oh, I'll, I'll get there. Uh,
2: but um, but the, the, the the high stakes show, the, the York Hall one, um, which went, went, went there in, in, a, in a minibus back when we did minibuses to, to York Yes, York Hall.
1: yeah. Because I remember yeah. in my first training session, the Andy saw asked me, they steady are you up for getting on a minibus and going to York Hall? And I was like, I've never met you people. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Trying to get you on a
0: bus and go somewhere,
2: yeah. And but but that on, on that show, they had Sting, mm-hmm. and, and the, that 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 that, ho- that whole show, start to finish, was insane. And I'd never, I'd never experienced anything like it. It,
0: it, it, it like
2: it, it's, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to. It's hard to hard to describe when 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 you're when you're sat on on, on the balcony as all the rest of the students were, yeah. and and you, and you and you and you're watching a, a young Osprey and Paul Robinson against uh, against Ricochet and Rich Swan. Wow. <laughs> they, they are absolutely tearing the house down, and the whole building is going nuts. And like, who, this, this, where's this been? Where's this been all my life?
0: Yeah,
2: and. And yeah, like, and that was that. Was, that became the the new goal. Was oh, I'm going to wrestle your call one day? And you just never look back. And um, I think around that time, Marty was Marty was still living in in the UK in the UK. I think he was actually living in Portsmouth. Mm. And I think he'd he worked out that I drove, and because he didn't didn't have a car, he would sometimes ask me, "Oh, do do." You, do you mind driving me to driving me to the show on a weekend? Like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I was, I wasn't doing anything. I didn't have a girlfriend um, at that, at that point. And we'd get, I'd p- pick him up. We'd hop in the car. We'd go, we'd go to a show and he'd, he'd go backstage, re- um, wrestle his match. I'd look after his merch for him, but then I, but I would network and meet, meet up, uh, meet other people. That's how I, that's the first time I met Zach.
1: Um, okay.
2: It was, yeah. it was a, it was a I IPW, I've, I think, I think, I think, the show, I think the show was, and uh, Marty was set, setting up setting up his, his merch as he usually did, and he went through the prices with me and said like, this is this much, this is this much, <laughs> like okay, yep, sure, no problem. But Zach was setting up shop right next to Marty, and uh, once Zach had finished set, set, setting up, I said Zach, uh, do you want me to look look after your yours yours as well as Marty's? I'll look I'll look after both. He was like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, no problem. And I, I had a little notebook. I was keeping a tally of who had sold what. Like, Marty sold this many T-shirts, this many DVDs. Zach sold this this many shirts, and I had split. I gave him gave him that gave him their money at the end. And I think Zach was, was really Was just really happy that I'd taken the time to actually look after his, look after his merch for him, and I'd give I gave him, gave him his money, and he gave me a shirt at the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that was but that but that 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 night Zach and Marty wrestled. And I think they were, they were the last match on before before the break. And the audience of that show were quiet, like mm-hmm. really, really quiet, like almost deathly quiet. Then Marty and Zach got in and they just wrestled. And by the time the match was over, they had the audience eating out of the palm of their hand. I was like, oh, that's how, that's how you do it. That's how it's- <laughs> and, it, and, it was, and it was great. And met Jimmy Hammock, Jimmy Hammock for the f- first time that, that night as well
1: yeah which was a, which
2: was it was an interesting experience to to, to, say, to say the least yeah because he was I think he was progress champion at, at, at that point and he was quite he was <laughs> popular and, and and well known and the the the, the, the 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 first the first thing he um he he said he said, said to me was, was um not hello not how are you and he's going so so you're a wrestling fan are you like <laughs> uh, yeah yeah like almost scared. And it was like, well, how long have you been a wrestling fan for? Why do you want to be a wrestler? And I was like, oh, well, I've, I've just been a fan of it since since I was 12. It was like, well, I've been a fan since I was six, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being, ju- like being scrutin- scrutinised here. But then the, the party eventually finished and we all ended up at Jimmy's house. And Jimmy Jimmy had like a, a, a party there. And I, walk, and I walk through the door and I see, see him again. And he says, look, there were three rules in my, in my house. One... Make a mess. Clean it up. Two, don't go in my parents' bedroom. Three, <laughs> three don't have sex with my cat. <laughs> okay. I like, shit you not. That was, that was, that was one, one of the rules. And then uh, there's a lot of people, about 20-odd people, all from like, that, that um, IPW show. And some, someone had spilt some crisps on, on, on the floor. And so I went up to Jimmy and said, Jimmy, is there a, a dustpan and brush anywhere? And he said, Why have you made a mess? So I just had to say no, so, some, somebody else has, but I click so I just click clean it up. And he said, mate, thank you so much. You're you're a good one. I was like, Yes.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I've
2: been bit accepted. And he said, Thank you, thank you, so thank you so much for that. The dustpan and brushes under 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 the sink. And that night he made sure that I had a bed. <laughs> oh. every, every everyone else slept slept where they fell, but he said, "No, mate. Here's a bed. You sleep there." I was oh, like, "Nice. This is so nice."